Blog Talk Radio. Hello, and welcome to the FD Show. She lives in Shropshire in the UK and lives with her four children. She is known for her two sides of every story shows and her quote sitting on the garden fence. Ask you come out for England, never mind America. Gives a voice to the voiceless, gives spiritual guidance, and unites advocates from all over the world for all causes. So, with no further ado, we welcome the one, the only, Ashton. Attention, all you rule breakers, you misfits and troublemakers, all you free spirits and pioneers, all you visionaries and non-conformists. Everything the establishment has told you is wrong with you is actually what's right with you. You see things others don't. You are hardwired to change the world. Unlike nine out of ten people, your mind is irrepressible, and this threatens authority. You were born to be a revolutionary. You can't stand rules because in your heart you know there's a better way. You have strengths dangerous to the establishment, and it wants them eliminated. Thank you. 
Hi, and a very good evening from the UK. And um, tonight, yes, I'm very excited for the guest that we have got coming on the show. Now, I have got a bit of an issue at the moment. Um, I did send the phone number over to Richard, but obviously didn't put the code in first. I'm hoping he's going to get his email very shortly to be able to call in. Uh, we may be having um, Michael Totty calling in as well. Um, so tonight is um, going to be quite an interesting night. I am so looking forward to speaking to, of course, Richard Felix. He is just an amazing guy. He just honestly does so much. Um, and obviously, being from the UK, it's nice to actually have somebody from the UK calling into the show as well, because at the end of the day, I do a lot over in America, and it's nice to get also um, some of, um, of, obviously, I'll say my own in as well. So, um, of course, if anybody's listening from um, the UK and they'd like to call in, um, you can call in. Let me give you a number. Um, and people that are from the UK who want to keep hold of this number for any future shows that we do as well, Okay, let me just read this out to you. You can call um, from a landline to the USA, and that will be for one pence a minute, okay? So you ring 0844, hold on a minute, it's just moved up down the page as I went to say, 0844-869-9900. So let me repeat that again for anybody who's got, uh, didn't find the pen in time, okay? It's 0844 Double O, okay? You ring that number first, and then after that, you dial the show number. So you, you just wait for the prompt, okay? So it will literally say to you, please hold the line, and then I'll ask you um, to literally put in the next number, okay? And that will be 001-347-327-9694, Okay? But if you are in America, you just ring 347-327-9694. So let me just say that again. UK callers, for one pence a minute, you can ring um, straight into the show an American number. It's 0844-869-9900. Wait for the prompt, and then it's 001-347-327-9694. Okay? Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that I can just get this sorted out because I've got to just send this to Michael Totty as well, bless him. So let me just do this for him. Um, if anybody else has got any questions that you want to put to, um, obviously, Richard, by all means do send it to me. Um, we can put it into the chat room, into the private chat part, um, and send it to me direct, okay? So you can do that too. Um, I, as far as knowing how to um, do Skype, I think you can... Um, to do that as well, okay? Now let me just see if I can get the good old Michael to call in. Three, two, seven, nine, six, nine, four. There we go. Right, that's. He's not going to get that. So let me just read this for Michael because I know he's listening. It's oh eight four four eight six nine double nine double zero. Wait for the prompt, and then it's double oh one three four seven three two seven nine six nine four. Okay. So yes, Michael, you can call in now, love. While we're waiting for Richard. Hopefully, Richard will pick up his uh, his uh, email in a minute and be able to call in. So, yeah, of course, let me just go to um, back, obviously, to Richard for a minute. I'm just going to read a piece from his um, website. Um, he's a paranormal historian. Richard Felix has been haunted by ghosts since the age of four. He does not see dead people. He is frightened of ghosts. He still is. 
So what makes a man who is so frightened of ghosts look for them? Richard's passion for life has always been history, especially military history, with a special interest in disasters. You know, for example, the Charge of the Light Brigade, the Alamo, uh, Custer's Last Stand, and the Titanic. Richard is a great believer that ghosts and history go together and firmly believes that a ghost exists. He has seen one, heard one, traveled with one, but still remains firmly on the fence and remains skeptical about most ghostly occurrences. At least eight out of ten can be explained. It is the remaining two you need to worry about. In 1992, Richard opened the Derby Heritage Centre, a Tudor grammar school, with ghosts and thus started the origins of the now world-famous Derby Ghost Walk. Richard specialises in ghost tours around the UK and Ireland and has personally taken in excess of a quarter of a million people on a ghost tour. Twelve years ago, he opened the haunted Derby jail uh, scene of the last hanging, drawing and quartering in England. Ten years ago, he embarked on a ghost tour of Great Britain, visiting every county and recorded onto DVDs their haunted tales. Richard has now created over 50 of these DVDs. The success of these has resulted in them being put into book formats, which are selling throughout Great Britain. The knowledge and expertise gathered by Richard over many years drew him to the attention of the TV and radio media, and he has appeared on many paranormal programs. Four years ago, four years ago, he became the paranormal historian on the world-acclaimed TV program Most Haunted. He has now completed 99 programs, six in America and 20 live. Now, um, Richard is now currently working on a new TV show which will explore all aspects of the paranormal. Richard's passion and enthusiasm for ghosts and history have put him at the forefront of the quest to prove beyond all doubt that ghosts really do exist and there is life after death. Richard lived with his wife, Julia, sons, Edward and William, dogs, Bingham, Charlie and Brock. I mean, he loved by me then, straight away being an animal advocate. And cats as well, Custer and Crockett, on a haunted medieval motive site in rural Derbyshire. For many years, Richard has delivered lectures and talks to WIs, Rotary Clubs, and acted in the speeches. His specialist subjects are the paranormal, what is a ghost? Murder, crime and punishment, executions, the charge of light brigade, Bonnie Prince Charlie, Mary Queen of Scots, Derby the Crossroads of History, and Royal, Royal Murders and Bloodstained Britain. Richard's new, new book, um, What is a Ghost, is very controversial and deals with the realities of ghosts rather than the Scooby-Doo side of things. Just an amazing, and obviously he's worked with, obviously, um, as you all know, I interviewed Derek Akora, which of course was lovely, um, and also Colin Fry, and it's just lovely, it's just nice to have a different angle of the people that I've actually been talking to, I'm absolutely really looking forward to this. Um, unfortunately, I'm looking, and I don't know if we've got um, a problem with blog talk or whatever, I'm just waiting for um, Michael to call in, now I don't know if he's having problems. Um, I'm sure you'll message me in a minute and say you can't get through or something's going wrong. Um, never rains, but it pours, don't they say? Come on, I need to send some healing, I think, to this blog talk radio. Or maybe just change networks, what do you reckon? Anyway, um, if anybody else wants to call in, maybe you've met Richard and you'd like to just tell us what he was like when you met him. You know, um, by all means, give, get in touch with us and let us know. I know that um, Max was listening, uh, will be listening in the show. Hi, Max, hope you're okay. And he was telling me that he did meet him, and apparently it was, um, he, did, didn't he sign your arm, Max, or something? 
And he literally, and I said to Max, if that had been me, I'd have had it where it was tattooed on my arm afterwards. So it was quite funny. Let me give a big shout-out to you guys that's in the chat room as well. I want to say to hello to Alison and, of course, my lovely Gabby. Hi, Gabby. Uh, Christy Roberts. Hi, Margaret. Pebbles. Profundity. Hi, Profundity. Nice to see you. And Universal Psychic Readings. That's our Max. Um, hi to all of you. Thank you very much for joining me tonight. Hopefully you're all okay. Um, let me just see if we've got um, an email back from Richard yet. I cannot believe my luck. Uh, let me just see if I can find out what's going on here. Oh, yep, I think we've got... Oh, th now this is my good mate. This is my little funny man. How are you doing, Michael? Are you okay? Me? It's you. <laughs> oh, you saw that? I'm sorry. I'm just having a moment then. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? Oh, you know, not alive. I'll give up smoking. Oh, no. So one or two things are going to happen. <laughs> Either the neighbours oh, are going to buy me a pack of cigarettes or I'm going to get an asbo. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. How long has it lasted so far? Two days. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And we got you on the show? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think the neighbours were... I tell you what, we've done well then. What it was, yeah. I actually sent the number to Richard... And what it was, I never even think, because I'm, I'm talking to Americans all the time, I, I didn't even put the code in the front. Yeah. So I've sent the number, and he well, emailed me back. And I phoned up on the, uh, the American number last time. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, excellent. Well, well anyway, I, I've emailed him and told him, so hopefully he will be in touch in a minute. He'll, he'll realise it's 10 and hopefully check his You'll email. you a flash so. of excitement and get on with it. Yes, hopefully. I like It'll the be thanks for putting that photograph up of me. Sorry? That photo oh, yes, on that show link. Couldn't you Did get you one like with that? them at the back? What? Yes. I'll I tell you what, it's not very often I see photos of you. It was quite like an it. amazing thing. It was quite an amazing what? thing to see a picture of you. Yeah, well, not, normally I can either die or duck or get behind something. <laughs> So what else have you been up to then, Michael? Obviously, we were talking to you just the other day, Lisa and BJ. Um, well, I'm, I'm doing a lot of studying, a lot of work on um, a couple of books. Um, three. Um, I'm doing a, a, an extensive ghost thing um, about England and, and where we're haunted and why. Um, I'm doing a... I won't give it any details because somebody else might do it and then every day. Um, I'm doing a a near death experience from a very unusual point of view. Um yeah. and I'm doing a book on ghost hunting and, and memories of I, see my first ghost hunt was in nineteen sixty eight. Right. And I've been doing it since and then I will, so I've got I will say the word that was before I was born. I've got most people do. <laughs> I mean half the ghosts you see now I must have met them in life. <laughs> you know. Oh, so, And I've had all these incidents and all these these things happen to me. And to be honest with you, I've showed a couple of people a bit of it. So they said, look, do your life story in with it and, you know, depress everybody. So I thought, well, yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, but do you but know what, though? I've had a few laughs looking at it. Yeah. 
The, the funny part is, though, Michael, don't you think, though, people always say, oh, I don't want to talk about my past. Now, Mike, I keep telling everybody, your past made you what you are today. Yeah, of course it did. Do you know, why I can't You know, I know people who went to London and dropped the accent. You know, and mm. I say to them, you know, the friends, I say, look, you're not posh. You're a scouser. Yep. You're a scouser yep. that made it. Let them hear it. Yep. You know. Exactly. It, you know, I'd walk around. It... If I was a lawyer in London, I'd walk around with a, a placard on. Look, here's one that's not pinching your dumb cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Oh, you're funny. I did that, you know, when I was uh, teaching a college in York a couple of years ago. And they had an open day, and I got the job of photographing the kids. I used to teach motor vehicle engineering and the racing cars, you know, and the sports yeah. cars. You know, a picture for mummy and daddy and, and, and a, a Lotus or something. So the, the, the principal got all upset because I put a, I put a big sign out the uh, outside the workshop where they were taking the photos. I mean, everything going on. You know, it's a big, it's a big carnival-like thing in the college, in the country, it's a countryside college. And they put a big yeah. sign up. Scouts are photographs. Don't worry, we only take your picture. <laughs> Can he oh, I like that. that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Absolutely, that's good. You know, uh, do you know what, the funny point is, that when people talk to me, they say, oh, you sound so posh. And I say, I'm from Shropshire, and they say, no, that's not your accent. Where else have you been? And I go, I've been to New Zealand for a year, lived in Yorkshire for five years. And, that, and that's what confuses them. So it's, a, it's just a good job I went to New Zealand for a year and went to Yorkshire for five years to mix and match, I think. <laughs> mm, well, I'm in Yorkshire now. I've been here for seven. And I'm learning yeah. the language. First phrase being out. What? Bloody hell. Yeah. You know, I'm learning <laughs> you know, all that, so. They've got all these um, different words, haven't they? It's like I can remember somebody saying, mm. oh, you're just so mardy you are. And I'm like, mm. mardy? Where did Marby come from? <laughs> yeah, and the other one, eee, all that water. Yeah. That's water, <laughs> bloody water. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Oh, I'll tell you. So, obviously, let's very quickly, let's say about you, because obviously you've been on the show before and done some fantastic readings for people, and I've got to say, Kathy's in the chat room and you gave her a reading the one day, and I know you blew her away with I the things you were saying. You gave her one and started rumours. <laughs> She's single, Mike. You're okay. Um, Hello, Kathy. How are you? She's going to kill me in a minute. I'm telling you. Um, but how is it going? Have you been doing readings and where, yeah, I've been, where I've can been people doing a bit find of you? Some American company and, um, and a bit of English company. But the thing is, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm changing. I used to be very reserved and shy, and I'd do a job and get on with it. And you know what? I'm getting messages here. And messages is be yourself. Yep. You know? Yep. Tell the truth to the people when you do your reading. Be yourself. We'll give you the information. You're a good bloke. You're a great laugh. And that's the way it should be. And if, you know what? That's the way I'm living my life. And I'm going to most probably get carted off in a straitjacket. Yeah. But you know what? I'll be happy. <laughs> because I'll be saying, I'll be being the truth. And I've got time for everybody. Yeah. That's what I've realised, yeah. what it's all about. It's time for people. Because yeah. this world is so cruel. Oh. And people are so isolated. Yep. You know? Yep. Talk you know to what? me. You, the it, only people so I won't talk to are uh, racists and, and paedophiles. You know, the rest I'll talk to anybody. Yep. Yep. And I'll help them. It's a, do you know what? It's 
you have been listening to me and Kathy because we've been saying the same thing. We've done exposures things and you know about um, animals being cruelly treated and all sorts. I mean, and we're saying it's such oh, a well, I got world in, I, got, I nearly got put in jail in the seventies. Yeah. God, I remember they were making these basset hounds smoke cigarettes, so we went and got them out. Yep. We went from Liverpool yep. and all the students. So security guards sort of taking on students. We were taking on Liverpool students. It's like difference. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the trouble. People are very quick to slam, you know, saying, oh, well, you're not but doing this, you're way, not though, doing that. Uh, to be fair, you know, someone said an argument... There's a lot of people out there who wouldn't hurt an animal but would hurt a human. Yeah. And yeah. I think this is where we've got to get the balance in, where we treat all life as special. Yeah. Every, all yeah. life is special, whether it's a dog, a cat, a human. If we can't do something nice for that living being, that creature, yeah. then do nothing. Don't hurt it. Yeah. Just walk away from it. Yeah. Exactly. The thing is, people are quick to say about what everybody else hasn't done, but it's not yeah. asking themselves what oh, they're God. doing. Yeah. Oh, I... Do you mean? It's, yeah. it's very difficult. Very difficult. But the thing is, though, Michael, you don't need to pretend to be somebody you're not, because, and I think everybody in the chat room who's listened to you before on the show, we love you because you're so funny about things and everything. You're so good at what you do. Well, you, you can't have a laugh it. then it's all over. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, you know, and I'm hoping I'm seeing the joke here. <laughs> you know, I, I went for years and years and years, did a bit of soldiering, um, martial arts, played American football. You know, I was a big tough guy, you know. Yeah. And I realised I'm living a I'm, I'm a joke. You know, I can run at someone so hard with my helmet on, I can knock them over. <laughs> I mean, for three hours after the game, I wasn't quite sure what my second name was. <laughs> you know. That was clever. Um, but I realised, and especially since I had kids, do you know I've never yeah. raised my hand to my kids? Yeah. And I've never, you know, never, and I've got four of them. And God knows, you know, I, I, one time I had three by myself. Yeah. You know, and that's not, that's not, that's not, um, that's not, um, my parents, and that's crowd control. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? I don't know if we're going to get um, Richard in tonight because I've just checked my emails and there's no reply from him yet, so I don't know what's going on. Have got his uh, it's, just, it's just unfortunate. I never even... I, I'm so used to dealing with Americans that most of the time I just put, you know, the show number and just do it. I didn't even think about the goals. And uh, obviously, I just never even give a call. So I'll, we'll just have to keep an eye and I'll keep an eye on the phone line just in case he just happens to call in, but... Uh, Oh, I just can't believe this. Never mind. It's almost an upward day. Well, no, it, 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 come on. You see, what what you don't want is me and him together. <laughs> is that double trouble? Uh, well, well, we 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 we've done quite a few ghost hunts on it, and people were saying, you know, you, you know, you, you're like a double act. And then, yeah. but the thing is, we always ended up on the naughty stuff. <laughs> I wouldn't put you on the naughty step. I'd join you. Oh, you would after five <laughs> minutes, love, I'm telling you. <laughs> you. Yeah. You know, the banter between us was quite, you know. Yeah. You know, because Richard used to be an army officer. Right. 
And I still maintain the most dangerous thing in God's earth is an army is an officer with a map. <laughs> you know, but we have a joke about it. And yeah, yeah. So and we had that banter, you know, Richard Felix is such to me. There's two people in this country who deserve statues made of them before they go. Yeah. One is the Reverend Lionel Fanthorpe. You ever heard of him? No, say that again. I missed that, sorry. The Reverend Lionel Fanthorpe. No. He's a gentleman. He's a, he's a Church of England vicar that drives a Harley Davidson and he's an exorcist. And he's about yeah. 80. And he still drives the Harley. He wrote about 200 books on the spiritual, the cryptozoology, ghosts, you name it. Absolute mind, gentleman to the gentleman of the first water. And there's Richard, and Richard is to me a national treasure. Yeah. You know, and I, you tickled, yeah. I tickled him once, and it's true. I still believe it. Have you ever seen that film, The Quiet Man? No, I don't think I've seen that. No. John Wayne in Ireland. Right. Don't think and he has a fight that. at the end, and all the villagers from miles around come to see it. Yeah. And what, at the end, there's a man in bed getting the last rights, and when he hears the fight's on, he's out of bed, and he's off down the lane to look at the fight. Yeah. Well, that'll be like Richard. He'll be on his, he'll be on his last legs in bed, and someone says there's a ghost on top, and he'll be out of bed in a way. <laughs> he will. Because yeah. he's, such a, he's such a... He's such a... Put his heart and soul into it. And he says, he's, you know, he talks about, you know, people say the chosen one, about he's the one that's going to find it, and I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, just hold the line one moment, Michael. I've got. To... Oh well. Hi, welcome to the Ask Sue Show. Hello, hello, hello. Oh my goodness! Big hugs. How are you, you doing, Richard? I can hear you. I'm very well, thank you. I was Richard. totally confused about how to get on, but I've just found out, so I'm here. Sorry, I'm late. No, it's fine. We've got Michael here as well. So I've heard. Hello, Michael. Good evening, sir. That, I, I take it after that last comment, Dave Byron well? will be in the post. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got a bad line there, Richard? Well, I, I, I must be honest with you, I, I can't hear very well. Um, I don't, can you hear me okay? Well, you, we can hear you, yes. Yes. Oh, that's all right, then. It's just slightly... A little bit soft, uh, but I'm, I'm all right. I can hear. Okay. Well, you'll just have to speak up, Michael. I've been okay. hearing that for years. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Richard, it's really Richard, nice to have you. Richard, the lower you say it, the less chance you get smacked for it. Richard, um, firstly, thank you so much for coming on the show. I know everybody in the chat room is dying to hear from you and Michael tonight. Um, and obviously, it's double trouble now we've got Michael in as well. Um, but how's things going, Richard? And tell us, you know, what have you been doing? And tell us, the people that, the very few that haven't heard of you about you, um, tell us about yourself. Me? Oh, where do I begin? <laughs> well, I suppose I better start at the beginning. I am actually the chosen one. I've been put here for a purpose, and the purpose of me being on this planet is to prove what ghosts are. That is my quest in life, to actually prove, um, beyond all doubt, that 
there is life after death of some sort. There is an energy that goes on um, after this, this vessel um, has worn out in the same way as your old shoes that you throw in the bin, uh, and there is something that goes on. Um, call it a ghost, call it what you will, um, but there is definitely something in it. Uh, and yet the funny thing is there isn't a, there isn't a grain of truth. Uh, sorry, there is truth. There isn't a grain of evidence in it. No, none of us. Michael, Derek Akora, you, me, um, nobody can actually bring us proof that there is life after death. And yet since, since death started on this planet, which is just after life, people have talked of the dead returning. And there is something in yes. it. But how are we going to prove it? I don't know. Exactly. I was talking about this, Richard, just the other day, and I was speaking to you about it as well, and we were saying, you know, there's so many different beliefs out there, and obviously you did the debate as well. Um, you know, at the end of the day, there's so many different beliefs, and everybody's bashing everybody's beliefs, but the realistic side is none of us can prove any of them. Or, you know, we can't, we can't prove them 100%, any of them. So how can we run another religion down when we can't even 100% prove our own. No, you're absolutely right. And, and I mean, the fascinating thing about all of it, all of this religion, um, faith, belief, wh whatever you want to call it, we're actually all singing from the same hymn sheet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I we're all talking you know about, uh, I mean, I find it, uh, you can't, you can't even, I mean, we cannot, we can't, um, um, prove that, that Jesus exists, that God exists, that angels exist, or, or, or anything else, um, in any way, shape, or form. And yet, this, 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 this for want of a better word, religion, belief, faith, has, has controlled us for, for 2,000 years, and that's, that's Christianity. And, and before then, of course, you know, beliefs in, in, in all sorts of other gods, including Mithras and whatever you want to call it, him, them, um, there has to be something in it, somewhere along the line. Um, and yet, we ain't got no proof whatsoever. No. Absolutely. And, and how, how, yes. did you, how did you find the debate? What, how did you get on with that, and what was your thoughts you mean That's a very good question. Um, how did I find it? <laughs> Again, same old thing. You know, everybody's got um, everybody's got a belief of some sort. Everyone's got an opinion uh, of some sort. Um, and I think we're all striving towards you know, the fact that we're debating things and talking about it and discussing it. Um, it leaves. It, we all go away with a different idea. Some some people tell us something that we've not heard before, and that's another little bit. For the, for the jigsaw, uh, and basically, the more the more people sit down and debate, and discuss and argue about it, um, you know, it all goes into this melting pot. That one day, I hope, someone will come up with with an answer. I mean, you see, I, I've got my my own um, thoughts on the whole thing, which are quite I don't know what's the word, not revolutionary, um, um, different. To a certain extent, and, and when I talk to people, I do my talk, my lectures. I don't, I don't lecture. I, I, I talk to people, um, and all I say to them at the end of it is, you know, back to I can't prove any of it, guys. But all I'm trying to do is to give you a, a slightly different approach to the paranormal world, 
to the normal Scooby-Doo nonsense that you're getting on uh, on, on most of Hollywood's films and, and, and programs like Most Haunted. Um, I'm trying to give you a realistic approach. I, I can't tell you any of it's right, but all I want you to do is listen to what I say uh, and then talk about it and debate it yes. and then say, well, that's ridiculous. I don't think that's right, but have you thought of this? And and so yeah. I'm just I'm just trying to to give a a realistic approach to the ghost business, and that's a word, of course. Um, that, yeah. that I don't know for some reason. Michael Michael's of, of my opinion very much so. We we again singing from the yeah. same hymn sheet. But you see the thing yeah. is we've got to get away from Scooby Doo. That's yeah. a big one. And and the problem yeah. we've got is that until we do move away, science is not in any way ever going to take it seriously. That's the example uh, I used on Thursday, wasn't that's it? That's not what it's about. That's 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 sort of what's the word I'm well it's, it's paranormal activity, one, two, three and four. And scare factor. And we love that. Everyone loves it. But at the end of the day that's not what it's about and that's what where science can't take it seriously. So Oh, sorry, I wanted to put in. I'd, I'm, I'm trying to just keep an eye on the chat room because I know people are going to want to ask questions. And anybody who does, you can yeah. me, message me on there as well. Um, I, I just, um, do you know, in, on, on my mind did this last time, it just went totally blank. And I was about to say something, and it went totally blank. Um, so with, with the um, debate aspect, obviously you can go with all these different things. And, and, and I've got to just say, I can remember one day, um, Max sent me a video and he said, Sue, have a look at this. And we got where this woman was saying that her son had been taken away by aliens and he'd mm. come back as a fish finger. And, and this actually went on the news, right? And, and, and mm. I'm not being funny. I was waiting for it to be a joke. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And, and I was thinking, yes. this is a joke. And do you know what? This woman with the whole news thing, seriously totally seriously, and I'm like, she's not joking, she really does think this. And then I got to think, well, hold on a minute, how, how can we judge her, how can we knock her, she saw what she saw, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then I want to ask you, how does the alien side of it work in? Does that, it, do you, is that something else that you believe? Works in with me very much, yeah, I'm afraid so. And again, one of my many, many quotes is, are we, back to the church again, of course, do remember that according to the church, um, we are the only inhabited planet in the universe and beyond. <laughs> and beyond what? Beyond galaxies, beyond infinity, and beyond whatever else. Um, and I, I say, are we really so self-centered and bigoted as to believe that we are the only planet with life on it? Um, because, it because we're not. And that means there are, whatever you want to call it, aliens, whatever that word means, Life on another planet somewhere else. I mean, it's, it's only about, is it, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, about 300 years ago or whatever, that, that Galileo came up with this ridiculous idea that, that the, the actual, the sun, doesn't revolve around the Earth. Yep. And, yeah, and he was locked yep. up and imprisoned and tortured yep. by the Inquisition, by the Church. Yeah. Well, the Adam, fair enough. The Adam, it was only because he... He was well in with the Pope. He was going to execute him, weren't he? Hmm? Oh, yeah. Because, again, back to the teachings and doctrines of the... Oh, there's no such thing as life anywhere else. I, I believe in 
whatever you want to call them, UFOs, aliens. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that somewhere out there there is. Perhaps we came from somewhere else um, a few million years ago. Perhaps God was a spaceman. Yeah, but I think we've, we've, you know, the human race, the normal everyday person on the street is, is, is the recipient of the biggest blind since since any other planets were born. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think we've had the one pulled over our eyes well and truly. Oh, very As much. Now, history, um, some, some guys out there may remember this, I certainly do, but many, many years ago, the, the coal man used to come round with a horse and cart. Yeah. And that horse had, as you call it in America, blinders. We call them blinkers. And those yeah. blinders or blinkers were there to stop the horse from looking around him and being frightened. Now, the coal man's horse's blinders have gone, but we're still wearing ours. Mm-hmm. We're still only yeah. looking in front of us. And the sooner we take yeah. our blinkers, blinders off, the sooner we'll be able to look all around us and realise that there's a lot more out there than we realise and that each individual person here on this planet is in fact yeah. the centre of their own universe. And we Absolutely. are so much more... Well, so much more I, I think, than I think to be honest realize, with But we're just looking forwards all the time. And it's time to stop. Yeah. Because it's not going to take much more because, like I said on Thursday, so, you know, all this started in 1947 with the UFOs. Wasn't that a coincidence we just set off a couple of nukes the first time? Yeah. You know, the aliens mm-hmm. are sitting there in space thinking, uh-oh, the kids have got the matches. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's exactly. when all this started. So that tells me we're on a process of them coming in and saying, yeah. look, you know, had a mend your ways and join the club. Oh, we'll use you for target practice. Yeah. You know, and I well, really I like that. it. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, because, don't forget, Richard, you know, when those nuclear weapons went off and the practice ones and Nagasaki and Hiroshima, the energy that was released was fantastic. It made it, it affected not just our universe, but others. Mm. And that's a fact that I've seen that. I've, I've actually seen the, the, the mathematical formula that says, you know, it, it, it was a big thing. And they most probably, I bet there's a couple of aliens sat there having the morning coffee when they went off and they, 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 they <laughs> spilled them all over and said, Christ, almighty, what's happened there? What have they done? And that's what the frightened yeah. because we will use them. But, yeah. but the, the other thing to this is, you know, we're saying about blinkers. Now, mm. all of us know that, you know, at the end of the day, children are very much open and very susceptible to spiritual and, and seeing things around us and picking up things and everything. And I, my children are definitely, I've got four of them, and they're all very much switched on. The youngest one, very, very much so, which I'll tell you a story about her in a bit. But, but the thing is, the, what we believe in, and I don't, I, me personally, I don't class it as a religion. I see it as a way of life. But the thing is, Every other religion is actually taught at our schools, yet our kids are blinkered already and stopped from seeing spiritual because, you know, they're not, they're not saying, right, this is how you do meditation. They don't, you know, they don't teach them anything as far as spiritual. But my, my children are very much, much switched on. So even at a very early age, we're already blinkered before we even start. Yeah, but in some cases, Sue, that might be a good thing, because I remember when I was at school, and we got the catechism every day. We got battered if we didn't get it right. 
And that was a form of indoctrination. And I've noticed that with all schools. Kids go into school very spiritual and come out very cynical. Yes. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Yep. So it's so almost like training enough. them just to be so worker ants or worker bees in the, in the system. Not to question, just to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, in fact, the longer they, they're at school, the, the, the less spiritual they become. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, what is it, 35% of children under the age of six have imaginary friends, as we call yeah. them. But they're not. I mean, yeah. they're, they're seeing things. They're, they're seeing, for want of a better word, ghosts. If you, if you want, because but when they get to school and they start being indoctrinated, and uh, you know, mum and dad talk about if the kid continues, then having them sectioned or or taking them to a psychiatrist because they're they're talking to people that aren't there that they the kids are seeing them, uh, the kids lose it. Or of course the other one is that they start cramming their heads full of all manner of other things, including tables and Pythagoras' theorem and and bank account numbers and phone numbers, and and, and they tend to lose. The spirituality that they had when yes. they were younger, um, and again, yes. it's it's society's fault. We should be encouraging it. We should be, for want of a better word, teaching it, and, yes. and creating. And, and again, you know, that that's one of the reasons for taking the blinkers off. Yes. But we put them on. We put them on. We're the not producing free things. If they don't come with them on, which they probably don't, we put them on. Yeah. And with time, society changed. In other words, for me, the whole paranormal, paranormal, obviously it's a word, what does paranormal mean? I mean, para is the Latin for running alongside. So it's paranormal is running alongside the normal, but we don't quite understand it yet. But unless we start exploring it more and allowing it, allowing it to, to, to progress, um, from from a young age, then we're not gonna we're not gonna move on. We're just gonna stay as we are, unfortunately. Bigger, yeah. self-centered yeah. bigger. Yeah. So you know, it's like I've got I've got to say I've got my good friend Kathy in the chat room, and Kathy and I talk about loads of different things. Now Kathy is um, she's very spiritual, but also believes in God. Now I I get a bit think about God and, and I'm not knocking anybody who believes in anything because I always say to everybody, I have got I am more concerned if somebody doesn't believe in anything. Okay? But the thing is yeah, absolutely it's right. like Ka- Kathy very much um believes in God and but she believes in the spiritual as well. But myself I'm in the spiritual. Now m- myself and Kathy have worked alongside each other so much and it's never clashed because we both yeah. say that we're both wanting the same thing. I don't need to run down her God. She doesn't run down what I believe. And we've helped each other. But why does it need to be, and I'm going to say this and, and everybody will get this, literally a war? Why does it? Why, why can, you know, two people that literally have stood alongside each other, both wanting the same thing, but believe in different things, have to fight? Why does it have to be like that? And it's because so cool. the and then we're wondering, two men on one planet will fight. Yeah, but it, it, we wonder well, why... Again, Mike. Because that's the way we're being conditioned. Yes. Mistrust. So, it, so if there's two men in one planet... Yeah, in other words, fight. we have to stamp out what the other one yeah, believes. Yeah. 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 And that's... It's cool. And then we're wondering why there's bullying at school. Well, ultimately, it's only what we're teaching them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's mm. people... 
It's people, you know, we've even got it, even in the animal advocate world, they call it BSL, right? And it's, and it's breed-specific legislation. We, and I said this to Cathy just the other day. At the end of the day, we have got this through every single breed. That's humans, animals, and everything. It's because it's, and I keep saying to everybody, it's BSL and it stands for bullshit laws. Because it is. It's all to do with the government that are trying to rule us. They don't want us to connect. Even down to my show is very much, um, let's just say, annoying quite a few people because we bring out spirituality, we bring about animal cruelty, we expose people, and it's funny that my link isn't going around Facebook as it should, and I do believe that they've put a, a stop on my, on my links and my shows going round. And that's because I'm connecting people. They wow. don't want us to connect. If we start to connect, that's when they've got a no. concern. And that worries me. Yeah, divide and conquer. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Definitely. It's worrying. It is worrying what is going on in this world that a lot of people are not awo awoken to at all. A lot of them are still very much asleep, and that is it's worrying. Mm. I, ca I can't believe that. I mean, as, as we all know, most, most wars, death, torture, and everything else is created by religion. And, and I just find it unbelievable that that we you know that we're all thinking we're all we all believe in something. Well, hopefully, most people believe. Or, uh, sorry, if you've got a faith in in something, then you you believe in in something. Um, and it's all really to do with some form of supreme being or creator mm -hmm. of some sort. Call it, call it. Why call it? Why why should it be him? That's a big one. Why, why him? Why not her? Um, but it's it's some form of creator that created it in some way. I don't know how. What? Um, but most religions actually believe in 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 the same thing. Instead, yeah. as you say, we want to destroy each other and kill each other and maim each other in the name of. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, but of course, see, I don't I don't actually blame religion or I don't blame the church. I actually blame man. Or man yeah. and woman uh, for for exploiting it and and bending the rules for want of a better word. Yeah, well, to be honest, they fight. Like God's I said, we fighting for God. It's like holding a beer festival with the proceeds going to Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> There's no point. <laughs> yeah. You're absolutely right. But yeah. Do, do you do you both think though that? The world is actually changing. Do you think that yeah, people are actually starting to connect? Because mm. I must admit, I just say to everybody, some days I feel like, yeah, but you know, I think we're actually getting somewhere. And then other days I will see a post that's on Facebook or is emailed to me, and I think, and then I question it, and I think, oh no, how can this actually be going on? You know, we have got. Well, you know what's going on, don't you? You see, well, people thought, I think the powers that be thought, oh, the internet's a great thing, we can monitor them, we can watch what they're doing. What they didn't realise is that it was putting all the people of like minds together. So it, did, mm. it wasn't the odd person in the crowd, it was a nutter. There's lots of nutters mm. out there. You know? Yep. Mm. yep. And I think people are not frightened yeah, to put yeah, it out there yeah, now and say, true. I'm not happy with this. Look what's happened over Syria. Yankee, you know, the American people are really having yep. to go at Obama. We're, we don't want to go... You know, people yeah. got on the, the internet here before we had a vote in Parliament, and we voted against going to war in Syria. Yeah, it's a powerful thing, and I think 
they've created a monster now. They have. Yeah, you're right. But okay. honest to God, what what we're talking about uh, is is, a, is the new religion, um, and it, it will eventually, in my opinion, because at the end of the day, you know, no matter what anyone says, certainly in, over here in England, I'm not so sure quite in America. I I, I believe you're you're still more what's the word, religious, um, or whatever, however you want to put it, but the church is very, very much in decline, um, yeah. certainly over here. Uh, yeah. And, you know, to be honest with you, there's a Catholic church more than more than the, the, than the Church of England, but they're both in decline, and, and you know, churches are being sold off and turned into heritage centers or anything you want. Um, and again, people, people are turning more to the... Um, I mean, apparently the only the only growing church in this country is the spiritualist church. Yes. Is the what? Yep. Spiritualist church. Spiritualist church. Yeah. And Buddhist. And all of them. Anyone anyone that leaves the conventional church of England or anything like that and go to the spiritualist church, and I know this for a fact, are told that they're going to burn in hell. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I I had one. Be, I heard somebody say literally just recently that there was um i'm not going to mention no names but there was a, somebody that we were all connected to as animal advocates that actually passed away she took her own life and somebody went and said on one of the posts uh, on facebook was yes but you do realize that she won't be accepted by god and at the end um, because of the fact that she took her own life oh. and i was like oh my goodness I, I couldn't say that to my worst enemy what a thing to say and, and how can anybody say that? Yeah, I but that was People put them up themselves up and, and, and they think they can talk with God. Yeah. yeah but you the know, thing is... what, Richard, it's like we said in the past about how many countries have gone to war with the God on the lips. And I said to you on Thursday, so, you know, if we go to war, why not let God sort it out? He's powerful enough. Yeah. He's done dealing with man. But I mean, we've got, we've got, we've obviously got. Uh, the amazing thing is that not only, I mean, you can not ex- not understand, but you know, you say you've got two different countries going to war, and they have a slightly different belief. But in the case of certainly um, uh, in Britain and and the USA, in our civil wars, you know, the English Civil War in the 1640s, the uh, American Civil War in the 1860s, the two opposing armies. One 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 guy a load of guys dressed in blue and the other guys dressed in grey. Well, hang on a minute. They're both fighting for God, but that's the guy that's up there looking down on them both. Apparently, it's the same God. So who's yeah. which side's going to go to hell for committing one of the Ten Commandments? Thou shalt not kill. Yeah. And yet they believed well, in what, it and they died for it. Yeah. Wasn't it Cromwell that said at Naseby? He said to me, one of his soldiers, his officer said to him, God is with us. And he said to him, he looked at him straight in the face and said, he said, look, he said, we say God is with us. They say God is with us. Them. He said, I'll wage it. God doesn't know whose side he's on. And it's true yeah, because he, he made the point. Right, yeah. 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 No, but any, any war now so right. in this world is a civil war. Well, that's more. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just I, I'm, I'm looking in the chat room and people are saying about money, power, government. Sorry, Richard. 
that's all right. I was saying the church, whatever it is, has created an awful lot of ghosts. Mm. I'm a huge believer yeah. in in, in, in yeah. the fact that that you know some of the ghosts. Some ghost is a word, by the way, that 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 means to be frightened of. Don't know how many people. I must must tell everyone this. I don't know how many people know this. My, my book, my new my new book. It's been out a couple of years now. It, it's actually called What Is a Ghost. And and I thought that when I when I when I wrote it, I thought the best thing I'd better do at the beginning of the book is try and explain what the word means. G H O S T. Because you know it's something that we we and, and if you look in the Oxford English Dictionary, the word ghost it actually tells you that. Um, it's the disembodied soul or spirit of a dead person that's a ghost. But in fact, it's not. It's nothing to do with it, because it's an, 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 a proto-Indo-European word, which is well over 3,000 years old, uh, pronounced goiz, G-H-O-I-D-Z. And it actually means to be frightened of. So anything that, that walks through a wall or... or rattles the chains or pushes something off, off, off a shelf or moves a picture or, or, or a voice or slams a door shut or anything that we, we don't understand that happens in our, in our life, if you like, of course we're frightened of it because we don't understand it. And we actually refer to it as, as, as a ghost because we're frightened of it. Um, and the yeah. word ghost, G-H-O-S-T, well... The, the Middle English word, ghost, G-O-S-T, comes from this Proto-Indo-European goiz, uh, as does gast, the Old English word, G-H-A-S-T, the Saxon or German word, geist, which is where your poltergeist comes from. The Flemish word for it, geist, G-H-W-S-T, all come from goiz, um, and that means to be frightened of. But, I mean, go back to the Old English word, of course, and, and gast, of course, you know, have you ever seen something ghastly? Yeah. Have you ever you know I mean? been a ghastly? about him being a national treasure? You are frightened of it. Say again. Mm. I said, see what I mean, sir, about him being a national treasure? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah. Listen, yeah. 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 But again, read think that about Booth. That's it. I, I, read, I read Booth once and that's it, but I've read that three times. I'll tell you what, he nails it. Yeah. You sent a copy to the I Pope, didn't I you? I think I have. I think I've got it. But anything, anything that we don't understand, we're frightened of it, and that's all there is to it. Yeah. And that's where the ghost comes from. I'd like to change the name. It shouldn't be. They shouldn't be called a ghost. They should be called an energy, an energy source yeah. that cannot be destroyed. Way, that goes on. Yes. Did you realise you sent a copy to the Pope about a month before he quit? Yes. I didn't realise that. Yeah, that's what did it. No worries. No worries. He's done him. He read the book, and that was it. He said, fuck that, I've had enough. Richard's now claimed to fame. He got rid of the Pope. (laughs) I never realised that. Yes, I am responsible. I need to get to touch with the newspapers about that. Someone needs to write to the national... He only got to the second chapter, and that was it. He was off to his mountain breaches. <laughs> all, all he read was the, the, the chapter called Go- Ghosts from the Church. Yeah. And yeah. So, I mean, you wow. didn't pull any punches, though, did you? No, no. God. No. See, <laughs> the thing is, it's such a big circle, isn't it? You know, we can talk... We, it 
doesn't matter where you start talking about spiritualism, it goes into such a deep conversation, doesn't it? There's so many aspects of it in so many different ways, like why it's not coming out, why is it not growing as quick as it should be, you know, who sees them, who doesn't see them, who believes them, who doesn't. There's so much around it, isn't there? It's not... It's not in black and white as literally like everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but the problem is, Sue, we're in danger of doing that which we are basically fighting against as spiritual people. And, I mean, I I class spiritual people as people who go after ghosts, paranormal investigators, spiritualists and spiritualists, church mediums and psychics. We're all part of that umbrella. But the thing is, I've noticed that it's starting to get this infight in the politics in that now. Yes. And that's the danger. We are then doing what everybody else is doing. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Even down to paranormal investigators fighting yeah. each other for, for whatever. Yeah, you're right. Oh, did you hear that? Yeah, yeah I heard two. No, there was only one. You know, you know, it's always, it's always like a, the ego comes in. Yeah. And I but don't want an the, ego. That's why I don't want you to not getting taken... Yeah, but do you know what, though, Michael? There's ego in everything, even into going back again. There's even ego yeah, in animal Yeah, but there's ego, and there's ego. There's an, your ego is, is is for confidence. Like I would say, Richard got Richard got an ego. Now his ego is good because he can get up, he can put his point across, he can talk, he can go in front of a camera. He's confident, right? I've never ever I've been I've worked with Richard quite a lot, haven't we? Uh, yeah, very much so. And I've never ever heard Richard come out with something like "I'm the best." I know what I, you know. He's ne- he's humbled when he's with people, but he's got that well, ego. From it, oh yeah. come on! You know you don't do that, do you? You know no. some people come across no. like the no, same coming. You know, and, and that's yeah. what it is. I don't do egos. I'm, I'm very I'm very happy with my own spirit, my own body, and I'm very happy with what I am. I don't want to be anybody else. How did I am, by the way? Um, and I'm very happy. In my skin. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. How's your arm? No, oh, don't. I'm back. I'm back with the uh, consultant. Ask him his nickname, Sue. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Ask him his nickname. <laughs> I tell you what happened. Uh, it was about twelve weeks ago. I was because uh, I do a lot of school work with uh, education, with with history, local history. And and I was dressed as a Roman soldier um, with, with 50 school kids. Um, complete, real, a fantastic uh, Roman kit. I'm talking real armour stuff, not 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 pretend. Uh, with a gladius and shield and spear and the whole the whole works. And um, I got leather sandals on with with studs underneath them. And I turned and slipped and went. I mean, I, I went from, from vertical to horizontal without even being able to put an arm out because I've got a spear in one hand, a shield in the other, and I went straight down on my shoulder on my arm, and I smashed my humerus. And the, the people came out the shops when they heard the crash of the armor. <laughs> and it hurt. Uh, oh, God, it hurt. Anyway, so I, I spent, I don't know, eight weeks in... I didn't even have any plaster. They couldn't plaster it. They just had to leave me with a with a sling uh, in, in great great agony for, for, for weeks um, and I've been having physio and, and it's just not it doesn't seem to be getting any better which is not good no. so I'm uh, 
I'm back with the surgeon. They, they've got a horrible feeling that there may be something wrong with the tendons or something silly, and they may have to operate. Well, at least you get it done, mate. That's at quarter to three tomorrow afternoon. I'm not looking forward to that. But anyway, so there's me dressed as a Roman soldier, and our illustrious friend Michael Totty here comes up with a new name for me of Fallus Flatus. <laughs> There was another one, too. The arsus over titus. Go on. <laughs> arsus over titus. <laughs> I like that one as well. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Do you know what? Oh, dear. Richard, I, Not I can good. honestly say, and, I, and Max has been helping me share the links, and he knows how excited I was about tonight's show, and I said to you, and, and I've just got to say to everybody, when I rung Richard up, I said, right, Richard, let me just say, before we start effing, can I just say to you, I'm absolutely blown away by speaking to you. And I was like, right, now we've got that over and done with. And it was like, really, absolutely brilliant. But do you know what you're saying about you speaking to children and everything? How, how are children around you as far as history? Because I've got a son who's 14, and he absolutely loves history. And when we talk to him, about, if you talk to him about history, he says it as if he's just watched these tenders and it was yesterday. He's just... He, I, I didn't like history when I was at school, and I, I say this to everybody, it was because of the teacher. It wasn't this history, it was I yeah. just didn't like the teacher. And I think a lot of people, a lot of children, will, and people will be listening saying, yes, I didn't like certain subject because this teacher or whatever. Now, my son went to hmm. Chester, and he went and spoke to, um, he went on this, like, Romans trip. Anyway, he went in. Yes. And this guy spoke up, and he said, right, so can anybody tell me why the Romans invaded England? So my son, Jamie, he puts his hand up, and he gave them, like, two long paragraphs all about it. And this guy looked at the, his, Jamie's teacher, and he said, hold a minute, he said, you told me they haven't started the topic yet. And she went, we haven't. And he looks at Jamie, he said, excuse me, he said, how do you know all that? And he, Jamie went, I read it in a book. And, but Jamie knew, and he actually, they went and spoke to the teacher after, and they said, could you get, just get a message to home to say that he had answered that as good as any university student would have done? Yeah. I mean, he, just, he, he goes on about Henry's wives and how they died, but it's just like as if he's speaking about some EastEnders program. Do you know what I mean? He's just amazing. He just remembers it, but it's because he's, interested and I just find a lot of the times kids are bored of it because of how it's brought across. You're so right. You're so right. It's all down to telling it in the right way. And and, and to be quite honest with you, I always refer to the, the fact that when when I do my you know stuff with kids or with anybody, it's the juicy bit that people want to hear. The yeah. horrible history. The, the, yep. the, 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 you know, the, and so long you can get it over in, in such a way that it makes it well fascinating, and that's that's really what it's about. And I mean, I I, mean, I started all this. It was a ghost walk, sort of twenty twenty two years ago, that that really started me off on 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 this damn thing. And of course, I believe that ghosts and history go together. Um, and it's just telling you know the number of people I get that say, to me, "I wish you'd been my history teacher at school." Yes. And so it's all about. So I'm now do, I'm now doing this local history sort of course with schools, um, where I'm you know teaching them about their local history, because you know a lot of lot of places local history is actually of international importance. Yeah. Yeah, but of all the getting subjects, getting it over in the right way, they love it and they remember it. Yeah. Of all the and reenactment is very much part of it. Yeah. 
Yeah, of all the subjects I've seen, though. Say that again, Mike. Of all the subjects there is, for some reason, history does seem to be a passion. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's something that is basically obsessive. We're more and more in touch with what happened in the past. Um, There are so many programs now uh, to do with, um, you know, ancestors, and and people want to know more about who came before them, uh, their grandfathers, their Mm. great-grandfathers. And, you know, we we are now much more fascinated, I'm pleased to say, about the past than we ever were before. Yeah, but that's spiritual, isn't it? That's people looking back and saying, I am the result of my past. Who am I? Without the past, there's no future. Yeah. Yeah. I, I made I made the comment today that um, don't don't uh, how should I put it? Don't be regretting the past because the past is what's made you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like I, I've had things that have happened to me in the past, but would I want to change any of it? No, I wouldn't because each and every person that's been in my life, you know, I lost a daughter and everything and and everything else that went with it. But at the mm. end of the day, that's what made me. Do you know I mean? That's why I'm yeah. doing the show today yeah. is because of things that have happened to me spiritually, the fact that I lost my daughter, the things that happened to me about my family and everything. All of these things made me to what I'm doing today. And, and I'm sure that's the same with you, Michael, and with mm. you as well, Richard. Yeah, I mean, a lot of bad Very things have so. happened to me. Yeah. And I think, I think the nice thing is, too, I think you take comfort in it is, I mean, I don't, you know, ask Richard, he'll tell you. I mean, I moan, like, I moan because I'm, I'm in practice to be, a, you know, an old first. But, um, you know, I, a lot of bad things have happened no one knows about. But the nice thing is, I think, that you can get to a point where you can say, okay, a lot of things have happened to me that aren't pleasant. But hmm. your character makes you say to you, look, you're helping other people, or you'll always help people out if you can. You'll never, and that is the big thing. Yeah. I can feel comfortable then with it. Mm. Mm. I've seen some stuff, you know, you, you wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't want to see. I know Richard has, but what I'm saying is, that at the end of it, you can look and say, I, no matter what I've been through, I've still kept my dignity and I've still kept the ability to be nice to people rather than nasty. That's a big plus. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, Richard, what... Yeah, no point dwelling on it. Just get on with it. Yeah. Uh, Richard, is there anything in your life, in your past, that made you change the way that you were? Or have you literally been like this since you were very young? Very, no, very, very much so. Uh, There are two two things, I think, three things, that, that, that made me, I think, what I am now. I mean, number one, I was extremely ill when I was a kid. I didn't. I I was not a teenager. I didn't have teenage years at all because I was ill um, um, twice, very seriously. Uh, from the age of probably ten, um, I had very serious um, stomach problems, which was a thing called Hirschsprung's disease, um, which resulted in me not being at school, um, being very ill with stomach pains. Um, oh God! I mean, uh, dyes and boils and rashes and poison coming out of me like nobody would believe. Until I was eventually operated on at the age of 16, and they found uh, 18 inches of of intestine that were full of waste that was ready to burst. 
And, you know, I, I never looked back. Well, that's not true, actually. From 16, I all of a sudden started started to grow, and and things were great. And then at 18, I, was, I, I developed cancer. And I had the thing called Hodgkin's disease this time, which was clamp, ca- cancer of the lymphatic system. And um, I was told I'd got very little time left to live. And um, I thought, no, I don't want that. I'm not having that will to live and all of that, and on my 19th birthday, they came into the hospital and told me they'd cured me, just through radiotherapy alone. So that has had, <laughs> I suppose you could say, life-changing, um, very much so, makes you appreciate life uh, yeah. more than, more than you know, yeah. and then the other one was, was from, from the age of 16, when I made, when I forced my parents to let me leave school because of it, all I ever wanted to do was go into the family business. And the family business was records, record business, uh, in, in Derby Market Hall. And being in a market hall, being, for want of a better word, a market trader for 27 years, surrounded by the public. I mean, in, in a shop, you only, you're only surrounded, for want of a better word, by the people that come through the door. But in a market hall, you are in public view all day with people yeah. passing by, talking, you know, and I, I genuinely think that that made me what I was, because would you believe <laughs> I was a very, chi- very, very shy, uh, reserved kid? Yeah. Something changed. <laughs> I've just had a so, yeah, three things, really, that changed my life completely. Yeah. Sorry, Mike, and what did you And made me what I am, I think, today. Sorry? I've just had a, 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 a light bulb moment. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Richard, remember that thing we were talking about, yeah. about people in early life? Yeah. Napoleon and all them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today. Look at you. Yeah. Oh, mm. well, yeah. Near-death experience. Twice. Yeah. yeah. Twice, because I, I, I very, very nearly died from the first thing, from Hirschsprung's. And and say you know, the cancer was also, well, as we know, in those days. I'm going back 40 years, you see, for this. And uh, you know, I, I there was not a lot of people survived then. Well, I did. <laughs> I got too much to do, you see. Maybe that's the price you have to pay <laughs> for fame. Wonder, isn't it? You know, you're taken to the edge. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's you know, it's it's quite funny that I know. Um, like when I lost my daughter, I mean. Everybody grieves differently. And, like, after I'd yes. lost her, you know, I was waiting for my dad at the hospital. And he came to me and he said, look, Sue, he said, I don't know what to say to you. I don't know what to do. I, I don't know if you want to scream at me. I don't know if I should hug you. I don't know if I should stand back from you. I, I just don't know what to do. And I said, he said, tell me how it, you feel. Tell me. Just talk to me. And I sat there for a second and I said, Dad, it's like this. I've been waiting nine months for Father Christmas to come because it was Christmas time. I said, but the trouble is he came with an empty sack. And my dad just sat there and tears were rolling down his face. And he said, Sue, he said, I, I just yeah. don't know what to do. I said, Dad, it's just, I've got to deal with it. You know, it's, it's, I can't change anything, you know. And this was even at the hospital. Three months later, I was yeah. actually doing a massive barn dance to raise money for the special care baby unit um, because... I wanted yeah. to make that difference. 
And everybody said, you're not grieving, Sue. And I went, everybody grieves differently. Everybody deals with things differently. And, and I raised over £3,000. Now, people said to me, yeah, but, you know, you haven't grieved. I said, but I have. That was my way. You know, everybody, some people go into a shower and hide away. Other people, you know, decide that they're going to change their lives totally. Do you know what I mean? And, and nobody's wrong. And this yeah. is what it yeah. goes back to the same thing. You know, spiritually, nobody's wrong. You know? And I think this is what, what the problem is with humanity at the moment. We're all trying to find out what's wrong with everybody, but nobody's putting things right. Yeah. <laughs> no, the problem with humanity yeah, is absolutely all wrong. Other, what's yeah. wrong with them. Mm. Now, I, yeah. I've got to go on to a very yeah. touchy subject now, and I want your guys, you, you two guys to tell me what you think. I'm well, looking on believe. Facebook quite a bit at the moment, and we've got... Um, I'm just not going to obviously mention no names, so we'll make some names up. Joe Bloggs Medium, uh, J Bloggs Psychic Medium, we've got J Bloggs Clairvoyant and everything else. And I see some people doing free readings on Facebook that frighten me. And, and I think, you know, there's a lot of negative vibes that are out there with people doing different things. Oh. What's your thoughts on this? And is is it like everybody says about energy exchange and everything? And and I just find it really difficult because I think sometimes not quite spiritualist can it can make things very difficult sometimes. What what's your two thoughts on this? But this is, I'm going to pass this to Mike first. Yeah, I thought you because <laughs> he's a medium. I'm not. Well. <laughs> Well, I always say to myself, why do people put themselves on Facebook medium? Yeah. Why, why tell everybody? Yeah. If, you're the, if, you, if you've got it, they'll know about it. Yeah. You know, I don't, I, you know, like you see these people, like medium so-and-so and so. You know, and, uh, is that your talent or is that your trousers? Yeah. You know, and I don't agree yeah. with that because I don't think you should advertise like that. You know, I do readings, and I've got a list, and Richard's seen the list of star ratings of people. And I don't shout about it, I don't tell people about it. No one knows who it is, where it is. One or two people have seen the list, Richard's one of them. And mm. I try not to be, to be sort of in your face, because I've realised the last couple of years that paranormal's a new rock and roll. It's the new sexy. You know, some people will put themselves up as, mm. as mediums here, and I'll tell you out in the air, and I bet they'll get older me and tell me they ate me, fine, do it. For the simple reason that they want to pull women. Mm. And, and, you know, I know people mm. like that. I know people are doing it like that. People say to me, yeah. explain your mediumship to me. It'd be much easier for me to explain the workings of an operation with regards to brains. I don't know. Yep. I do it. I don't know. I come up with something. If it's right, I'm okay with that. If it's wrong, I want to know why I'm wrong. But I don't yep. shout about I'm a medium and all this. I mean, you know, that's true, isn't it, Richard? Yep. Mm. Richard? Yes, You've never heard me shouting yep. about being a medium or the better medium or... It's all from it. It's all from it. You know, I won't no, do it. Fact, I love the way you always me. refer to yourself as a tool. Yeah, a tool. That's what I am. Yeah. You don't Mike kiss the phone. Himself, 
Yeah, so many of these mediums out there tend to, you know, I mean, even on TV, you know, a medium, and it's always bow down to the medium. The medium's arrived, everybody, right, every, the whole show centered around the medium, you know. But as Mike says, a medium is, is really no more, of, of no more importance, really, than an EMF meter in a paranormal investigation. <laughs> He's just a tool, for want of a better yeah. word. Um, in other words, you know, telephone exchange, yeah. part of it. Uh, not the be all and end all, and not not the whole, the whole yeah. you know not, not the whole because piece. There's lots more to it than, than the medium, and that's where Mike comes in because he he believes to be just part of part of the team. Yeah. yeah. Like I say to you, isn't it? You, you know, if someone folds up and says you've won the lottery, you don't kiss the fold. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. And the thing yeah. is, right. a, a medium. And I would, I, you know, I would never take centre stage. I don't like taking centre stage because when you do a ghost hunt or something like that, your medium, you should treat him like a bloodhound. The mm-hmm. medium should locate the energy yeah. or spirit, right? Yeah. And then it's up to the yeah. clever people like Richard with the, the equipment to go in and, and identify is there a difference in the EMF, is there a difference in temperature, is there a difference in in, in, in the magnetic field. Yeah. You see, that's all he is. He's yeah. only a bloodhound. He's not, he's not, you know, but unfortunately, all these Scooby-Doo programs, it, 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 it's all about, let's test the medium. Yeah. It's not about the medium, now, it's about the spirit. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, and it's of not course special being a medium. It can be a pain in the butt at times. <laughs> I, um, I, I was yeah, feeling a again, bit low. Sorry, Richard, carry on. It's a case of um, I, I don't know the me- you know you can't the other thing we can't do is prove what the medium says is true. You know I, oh there's a guy standing in the corner he, he's wearing a, a green 18th century costume he's got big black boots on he's got a little goatee beard but hang on <laughs> okay the medium's seeing it I'm not I'm not saying they're not seeing it but what I am saying is can't prove it. So it's just a, a small, in my opinion, a very small part of the investigation. A very small um, part, yeah. But again, isn't actually provable. Yeah. See, that's and why yes, mediums should get a second talent like history or working machines and just be part of the team. Yeah. Just be yeah. part of the you team. Know, and that's yeah, another thing, than, too. Oh, done, the done, mediums uh, here, right? Everybody, right, everybody, listen to all oh, the mediums got this to say, that to say. Blah, 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 blah. You know, it's just a, just a part of it. Just a part of the team. Yeah. And that's what I, I respect so much about Mike. Well, yeah. uh, what I don't like, too, thank you. What I don't like, too, is you got, I've done work for lots of companies, and so much so I'm starting my own now. But what happens is you go along mm-hmm. there and you say, you say, well, what are you getting in this room? You say, Bugger all. You don't like it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But well, if no, you're there, no, well, I'm not going to say there's You must keep the customer happy in every room. Yeah, so every room is a ghost. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. I think the yeah. British public are, are, are intelligent enough to go to a ghost hunt and accept the fact that, okay, there's not every, a ghost in every room and hiding behind every door. Yeah. And I think that's the problem, that people have led them to believe that. Yeah. yeah. And that's TV program, right, rather than not finding yeah. nothing. Yeah. Right, now, um, guys, I've got somebody else. I think, hopefully, I'm hoping this is Lisa on the line. 
Lisa, are you there? Hey, Sue. Hello. How are you? I, okay. I know I'm going to have you. a... Can you hear me? I can hear you. Uh, hello, Richard. Hello, Michael. Hi, uh, Lisa. How you doing? Hi. Every time I walk into City Tavern, Richard, I think of the day I spent oh, there with God, you. Oh, God, I'm still there. <laughs> Listen, I'm That's still right. there, kid. Trust me. But, uh, There's a part of me still over yeah. there with you in Philly. Oh, you got to come back. Do we? we I have, can't uh, wait. Can't wait. Well, come on, let's go do Gettysburg next. Yes, that's the next one. Well, come on over. You got a anniversary place. now. You have a place to stay, but you and Michael have a place to stay here, and you too, Sue. Oh, Why don't you come over? Oh, Great. I would love to. I, I'm, I must admit, I'm actually going to invite myself to meet up with Michael and Richard because I really want to do the ghost hunt. Oh, but there I are no accidents to... in the universe. There are no accidents, but, you know, I, 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 agree my with you. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you guys. I've been listening to the show and about, you know, who sees a ghost, who doesn't see a ghost. The mind creates time, space, mm. illusion, mm. disillusion. The mind creates that. Spirit links into consciousness. It's a lot more about what you feel and where you feel it energetically. It's going to give you more information than what yeah. you may see. And that's a common people true. go on these ghost hunts. A lot of it is sensationalism. To build up the hype, you want to scare people. But I think now we're at a point now, a juncture, where we're starting to be more respectful and treat consciousness what it is supposed to be. Yeah. It's a part of who we are. It's not part of the macabre yeah. or, or the eerie, scary world. It's, it's part of us. Mm. Definitely. It is, yeah. Now, yeah. I want to talk to all three of you now because obviously, Lisa, you know, we were talking, weren't we, the other day with BJ about uh, the debate. And I think, firstly, I've got to say to all three of you, you do a, did an absolute fantastic job. I, I've watched, obviously, the part of it, and uh, we're talking to BJ about it. Have you all had good feedback back from that? Uh, yeah. Personally, I, I did. I, I did. I had got a lot of compliments. And now that it's going to be released publicly, I, I would hope that they would continue. All we have to do now is get somebody really interested to turn it into a series. Yeah. Sorry, Richard, you say that again, sorry. Well, I say all we've got to do now is get someone really interested so that they can turn it into a series. Well, that's what he wants to do, Richard. He wants to turn it into a series and and continue to explore, like, what is consciousness? This is the new frontier, more so Mm. than space. Mm. This is this mm. is what we have to look at and and stop tagging it as either supernatural, religious. We have to see it, what it is. It's consciousness. It's, it's yeah. Us. But to do that, Lisa, we have to also do a ghost hunt. They have to be done properly. We have to forget the way they've been done in the past. Sure, we're looking for energy imprints. We're not actually looking yeah. for some so see, scary scepter. Should have a photograph. Should be able you to photograph an energy. It's different than the surroundings. So, but you know what, Richard. I was one of the things I'm going to mention to you. I've got a new theory on orbs. Oh, go excuse on, me, then. guys. I, I just want to sign off. I have an appointment that's coming in, but I am going to try to keep the show on very low so I can listen to it while I'm doing my appointment. But it was great to talk hey, to everyone sure again. Yeah, and come on, let's put something together. I'm up for it now. I'm looking for something to do. Well, you've got me both. So, yeah, okay. let's, go, let's come back over. Let's do a okay. big ghost hunting film. Yeah, I want a chill. I want a fairly you cheese place. So you got, uh, you, all three of you have a place to stay now. You know that. I don't go back on my word. Fantastic. Michael's been here. You know, Mike, you got a place here. Uh, okay? Excellent. Fantastic. Okay. All right, cheers. Goodbye. Okay. Talk to you bye bye. soon. Bye, bye. Mark. Bye-bye. Rich. Bye. Richard. Bye. Bye. Richard. Yes. 
take this one away with you and think about it. We'll talk about it another day. Okay, but, go on then. You know, we were talking about your stone tape theory. Yeah. So I went through about five, six hundred YouTube episodes of different things with with, with um, orbs in it. Yeah. And I think I've come up with something unusual. Good. Majority, when there's a lot of orbs, there's paint on the walls. Right. So therefore, the wall... Um, I was looking at the paints, you know, looking at paints, and then a lot of paints are resistant to water, to all sorts of things. What if mm. the orb is the energy that can't penetrate the wall and become the stone yeah. tape? Yeah. 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 In other words, the because orb the is all almost all sorts about. on the wall to protect them, aren't they, and make them last? Yeah. That's highly. It, it's a possibility. But this is it. You see, if, if we only did more, if we discussed things more and went into things more, um, yeah. You see, we've either got people, you know, making out everything's dead scary or poo-pooing the whole thing, and you know, just putting it down to the normal thing like dust and daddy long legs, which of course some of them are, but not all yeah. of them. But yeah. we've got to be prepared to, to shelve some of our own ideas if they're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's what a lot of people I, Again, you do. see, I'm only too pleased if someone comes along to me and says, you know, I, I don't believe that a recording of a of a person just before death can be held in the fabric of the building. Then I'm, you know, then come along and give me a give me another idea, and I'll go along with it. You know, but until they until they do, then that's what I should stick with at the moment. You know, my stone tape theory. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Do you know what? I, I've got to tell you something funny. Just just the other day, going back to um, my daughter, and this is something else. Just you know, when we're always looking for little bits of proof, right? Now, mm. I've never pushed spiritualism on my children. They they know that I do it, but they do, I've never forced them. But they've all, mm. in their different days, come up with things, okay, and said different things. Now, my youngest, she is now eleven. And she's definitely yes. been here before. The things that she comes out with, you just know. And we had a photo took of her, which I will send to you, Richard, and to you, Mike, and you can have a look at it. Yeah, yeah. We took a photo of her, and if you look at the picture, she looks about 80 in this picture. And it wow. absolutely blew me away. She looks 80. I'm, I'm, you would never in a million years think it was my youngest. And do you know what? Her <sighs> friend went and gave her a little um, necklace just the other day, and it's got an eye on it, okay? And again, I'll take a picture and I'll show you. Anyway, and it was funny because my mate guy said to me, he said, he said, that looks just like a third eye, doesn't it? He went, oh, she'll be protected now. Now, she never heard any of this. Wow. Next morning, she gets, she gets up, she comes to me, and she says, Mum, can I have a word with you? And I said, yeah, what's up? And she went, Mum, I know it's really funny, but... You know, my necklace, and I said, yeah, she went, well, I've been wearing it since yesterday, and she went, and since yesterday, since I've been wearing it, I know that somebody is following me, Mum, and somebody's watching. Hmm? And I was like, I have not said, I have not gone into deep things with her at the moment, you know what I mean, she's just finding herself, she's just gone to secondary, and I've never pushed anything on any of them, they just come, and then when they question it, then that's when I give them the answers they need, you know, or I try to explain. i tell you what, mm. it just blows mm. my mind. And my mate Cassie's in the chat room and she just put, I've seen the photo and also saw another photo this weekend. All I could see was Sue's down in the photo, not her daughter. 
And well, it, I, I can quote. I understand that. Yeah, she, I am certain that because she that has, has come well. back for, as my, that's my nan come back. Yeah. And, and well, it's that, so that hard to explain. That happened to me. My mother, when I was younger, before I did silly things like going in the army, she was going to do something stupid in life. She gave me a crucifix. And it was pristine in condition. It was lovely. And she said, you wear that. And from that day, when I was about, about 12, 13, I, I, I said to her, I said, Mum, you know, I said, the last couple of days, I said, I keep thinking about my granddad and, and seeing him and, you know, and, and what, 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 what is it? Am I going mad? She said, no. She said, that crucifix was your granddad's. He carried it all the way through the army. So there's something on mm-hmm. it. There's something there that's protecting, you know. Yeah. And I it's think, just, you know, that maybe mm-hmm. if that thing was had something to do with your nan or whatever, then, uh, nan, then it would, yeah. you know, that energy on it's, it. It's all about energy, isn't it? Yeah. But it's so... It's all about energy. Yeah. She, but she's just so old. Sometimes some of the things that she comes out with, I think to myself, I've never heard that saying. It's not something I've heard anywhere or, do you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's something that was... Said from probably years ago. So, I mean, it's, and she's so you can talk to her about anything, and it's like she just knows. And she's eleven. Do you know what I mean? Oh no, it, it's amazing. An old head, I mean, as I call it. You well, know, see, this is—it it seems to be the later generations are starting to sort of advance quicker than than the older generations. So that tells me the time for change of all of us is getting closer. Yes. Yes. You know, yeah. you talk about yeah. children yeah. like absolutely right. Crystal children. Yeah, we're moving towards children. something. I don't know what. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's negative, Richard. Oh no, I don't. Oh no, yeah. I don't think I don't think we're moving towards Armageddon, or I don't think the four horsemen well, are going to come or anything like that. <laughs> I actually think the cavalry are waiting out there in space. Mm. <laughs> you know, when they, when we go, we are we are on this last. If we turn and do this last stupid rush at each other and we start threatening each other with nuclear weapons, I'll guarantee, I, w- I would be 100% certain that they'll turn up and say, right, yeah. we're confiscating your toys. Because you look at what's mm-hmm. been happening in the last couple of years in Russia, America, China, the reports mm-hmm. of UFOs flying around nuclear sites, and guess what they're doing? They switch off the bloody rockets. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. Really? In in Montana, in, in, in there's a place where they, they had, I think they had 40 rockets, you know, the in the silos. Every one was switched off. Every one is not connected to each other. Get on YouTube and have a look at it. The actual the guy who runs the 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 camp said, you know, it's it's unbelievable because none of them are connected. This should this should not happen. Yeah. And, and this is what they're doing, and, that, and that's why I'm feeling a bit. Glad that you know maybe we are getting a bit nearer the time because it's about the, the, the world's weird. We've got to stop fighting each other. Yeah. Mm. You know we're digging mm. everything yeah. out the ground. Yeah, the coming. Yeah. <laughs> Something's going to happen. Yeah. Do you know what? I watched um, something on YouTube only a few weeks ago, and it was like one of these um, government people in America were actually talking about a space. Center. I'm sure Kathy will chuck me a link in a minute. She'll say, I remember, or whatever. But 
there was um, a guy talking about a certain air station or whatever you want to call it, and he was saying that there was proof that aliens were at this um, station, and the government didn't want to expose it, and he'd actually got facts and figures to justify what he was saying. Yeah, well, that's and, what they won't so, expose. So it, how much is reason. actually covered up, again, by our government? How much is actually not, covered up? How much lot. are they actually knowing that they don't want us to know? Well, they wouldn't have been wouldn't they? Can you imagine what that would be found out as aliens? Yeah, we're frightened of aliens in the same way as we're frightened of ghosts, because yeah. we don't understand. I mean, I'll tell you yeah. what, right, so an alien, uh, sorry, a spaceship lands outside your front door or my front door or whatever, on the town centre, right? Now, the first thing that would happen would be that everyone would run, obviously. The police would be brought in. The police would get, have a look at it, and they'd call in the army. The army would come in, and they'd nuke it. Yep. They'd zap it. Yeah. Straight away, trust me. We, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't stand there with, with um, you know, a white flag or, 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 or some hot, hot crusty buns or, 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 or cream scones or, or, or a pint of beer and say, come, welcome, come and try our local food. We'd yeah. just kill them. Do you know what? Yeah, but do you know why? Just... Do you know why? <laughs> do you know what, Richard? Because the I was minute they about... land... Right? The minute they land... Say that again, Mike. Well, you know why? Because the minute they land, any government on this earth is powerless. Well, of course. They're frightened of someone taking over. But we're also... Exactly. And I tell you, shall I tell you why we're frightened? Because there's been too much Hollywood stuff again. Mm -hmm. Over the years, we've seen too many um, movies where, where, where... Naughty aliens come down and, and zap us. You know why? Sh yeah. Why should they want to kill us? We're the yeah. killers. We're the but ones that kill us. We're all going to get taken away and probed. Of course, yeah. yeah. But you know, a good probing never hurt anyone, did it? Trust me, that's what will happen. We'd zap it. Yeah, right but you see, yeah, you know. But and then we'd bring an all manner of hell down upon us, of course, because they'd all come back and zap us. Yeah. Well, if we don't, yeah. if we, like I say, if we don't give our toys up, they will. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, boy. So it's, much out there that we I... don't know and we don't understand. And yet we're not really, we don't really seem to be doing much about it. We don't research it. No, that's absolute truth. Absolutely true. See, I always Paranormal say people, investigation. I want... There's very little funding for science to, to look at, and, and, and so because of that, there's no such thing as ghosts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But there is. There's, fun, there's funds and grants for everything, but just not that. No, no. And again, one of the reasons is because it's, it's, it's ridiculed because of the scare factor, because of the Scooby-Doo side of the whole thing. Um, yeah. And you know, TV and and cinema is is responsible for that. I'm afraid. So yeah. we need the voice of reality to try yeah. and bring people back onto the straight and narrow, uh, and try and get science involved. But how we do that when you know we're, I'm leading ghost hunts and ghost walks around around the city of Derby, uh, and 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 we have people jumping out, scaring people, which we do on the ghost walk because they come out for a good night out and they, they enjoy it. Um, I don't know. I really don't know. But I'll just quote, tell you this, guys. Next time a scientist, uh, someone with letters after their names, 
tells you there's no such thing as ghosts. Quote this to them. For the last 400 years, men with letters after their names, astronomers, have peered into the night sky through their telescopes looking at ghosts. Because by the time the image of that dead star reaches the end of his telescope, yep. he's looking at something that no longer exists. A ghost of yes. something that once lived. <laughs> yeah. Not fucking true. Very time cool. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what have you got coming up then, um, Richard, for the future? What's obviously you've um, done, been working with BJ Beretta as well. Of course, I've got to mention BJ because he was lovely the other night speaking to him. Um, Too what, what well, we have. Yeah, we're hoping, hoping for greater things from that. Um, I'm doing a um, a, show, a stage show at the moment with Derek, Derek Acora. Um, Okay. Who was, whether they liked it or not, the star of Most Haunted. Uh, <laughs> and we're doing this absolutely mind-blowing um, show, uh, three-hour uh, stage show, where we actually involve the audience in all part of it by bringing them on the stage uh, from everything to, to table tilting to glass divination, human pendulum, lone vigils, um, all manner of things. You know, that actually involves the audience. Um, Derek does a few readings at the beginning, and again, I have to be honest with you, he's blown my mind with just about everything that I've heard him come up with. Um, and then the finale of the show is, is we have this thing called the stone tape projector, which is a machine that zaps the wall of a haunted building with electricity, and we try and for want of a better word, release the image that hopefully, as I believe, is encapsulated, recorded in the fabric of the building. Um, and we bring that out, and we have uh, plasma bulbs, uh, infrared bulbs, um, silica smoke, uh, and we get the audience to, to do a Robbie Williams with their phones and cameras, where they all take photographs of the smoke. And you want to see some of the images that, that we've, we've produced. It, it's quite something. Quite, quite amazing. Yep. It, it, and it blows people's minds. They love it. It's a, it's a really good show. We're, we're traveling the country. And we would love to bring it to the States. Because I think they'd love it. Oh, well, my goodness. I'm doing that at the moment. <laughs> what else? I've also got a TV thing coming up soon. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I've just done a thing called uh, Great British Ghosts with a young lady called Michaela Strachan. Um, and we're working now on a new new show called Haunted History, which is going to be right. rather good. Quite looking forward to that. So things are happening, things are good. Um, I'm desperately trying to get my new book out, which is Ghosts of... I can't remember where it is. Ghosts of Greater Manchester. Um, with everything else I've got on it, but it's not going to be Say that again. Northern Old Trafford. Hey, they're all over the place, but uh, no, working on at the moment. And I've got hopefully two new DVDs coming out in the very near future as well, because up to now I've done 37 DVDs right. uh, around around British Isles, Ghosts of. Uh, Any news on so the car one on Say again. Any news on the car one? No, I, I no, I can't believe it. I've just it's just sitting there in the camera. It's made, as you know, we made the we made the pilot, and that's as far as we've got. Yeah. I tell you uh, what, we've done a fantastic. Was a Mike and I did a fantastic uh, uh, DVD uh, <sighs> called Ghost Cars, Haunted Cars. 
really good, but it's been sat there for the best part of three years without me doing anything with it. Tell them what happened to the cars. Because people would love it. Sorry? Well, so we did this film down in Eastbourne with a haunted car called the Devil Car. And within a week of it doing it, everyone who was on that job, the cars were wrecked, weren't they? Yep, yep, and that is real. That's no, that's my 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 Porsche was off the road for two years. My Renault was it. wrecked. Yeah, honestly, true. The other guy's car, the car was we destroyed. Ran in was wrecked on the way home. Um, who knows? There was something in it. I'm telling you, it was very good. But uh, it's still sat there waiting to be brought out. Watch this space, guys. I got some good pictures of that. I'll send them to you. Yes, please. I've not seen those. Yeah. The ones yeah, there's so many haunted cars too around the world. You won't believe it. Well, do you know what? Haunted I don't know about cursed the cars. Do you know what? I'll, Sorry, I'll tell you something that. funny. I, I've always cool. said this to loads of people. I always say, because sometimes, you know, if your car goes wrong, isn't it? And my mate will say, well, yeah. it needs to go to the scrapyard. Or, oh, no, it needs to. And I went, will you shush? And they go, what are you on about? And I went, do you see them mirrors on the sides? And they go, what, what about it? And I went, That's, actually, it's ears, and it will hear you. Please don't say it in front of the car, because I'm telling you now, you'll jinx it, it won't, go, it won't work, it, something will happen. Just keep your thoughts to yourself. Don't say it in front of my car. And they laugh all the time. But the, but the other side of this is, I've actually been to scrapyards before now, and I remember going the one day with a mate of mine, and I love going to the scrapyard, getting parts from a car and whatever. Another sto- show yeah. for another story. Yeah. And uh, do you know what? The amount of times, and one in particular, I went and reached into this one car, and I went freezing cold. I just literally, I goosebumps mm. all my neck, everywhere. And my right mate said to me, Siri, you all right? And I went, I, I really don't feel very well at all. I really don't feel well. And all of a sudden, I had this vision when somebody smashed their head into the dash, and I got a child behind yep. me. And I went, whoa, I've got to get out of here. I felt so sick. <laughs> and, it just, and my mate said, Sue, she said, if I hadn't seen what you were saying and what you were doing, I wouldn't have believed it. But I felt so sick. And she said, the colour just went, just, I just went white as a sheet. It's totally white as a sheet. It just, oh, nah. Just yeah, if oh houses man. are haunted, why shouldn't cars be haunted? Yep. And cars yep. are a very, very big part of people's lives, especially men. Definitely. But as soon as they Again, get in the car and they put the lock down, then the little red horns come out, don't they? Sorry, say that again, Richard. I say cars are, play a very, very special part in the lives of people, especially men. You know, you, the, the guy gets in the car, puts his seatbelt on, uh, presses the lock, and then all of a sudden those horns come out, and it becomes a demon. <laughs> it's mm. true, isn't it? But you yeah. know, that could be the stone tape theory again, that they're sitting in a box made yeah. from, from ore. With silica is, all around them. Yeah, exactly. Metal, iron oxide. And right. all the energies have gone into yeah, that. Because, now they're coming. because when I looked at that car in, in Eastbourne, I thought it was quite easy to pick yeah. up that woman in the back because, and that was because of the silicon. Mm. She was stored in it. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I've, no, I've there got was to ask something you. Something in that, but. Uh... Sorry, Richard, interrupting. I've got yeah. to ask you. I've got Max in the chat room, and he, um, I know that he met you, and you signed his arm. I've got to mention that. You signed his arm, and he was chuffed a bit to yeah. speak to you. He said you were an amazing guy. And it was his pleasure meeting you. I've got to tell you that bit first. 
but he's also asking, what did you think of the white... Now, I'm probably going to say this totally wrong. Wymering... Yeah, Manor, Portsmouth. Wymering Manor? Yeah. yeah. I thought... That was one of the very few times that something actually happened to me. And I don't know how whether he remembers or guys that saw it, but it was very, very close to the end of the show. And I... I Funnily enough, it's, it's, it's on walkabout, but I used to wear a an Irish cross uh, round my neck, uh, like a crucifix, but it was actually a Saxon, not Saxon, Saxon times, but a Celtic cross that was actually dug up in Ireland um, where, the, where the Irish kings are buried. And this cross was given to me by a guy, obviously in Ireland, and I wore it a lot. Now, the place we were in at Wymering Manor, there was... True or false, I can't tell you, but there were supposed to be two two monks that haunted the place that were not particularly nice people, for want of a better word. And literally three, two, four minutes before before the end of the show, and I, this was actually around my neck with a with a leather sort of a piece of leather holding you know around my neck. It was actually ripped from my neck, and and it hurt like hell. Because uh, you've got a leather thong around it, you know, and lo and behold, the, you know, the marks around my neck were quite amazing. Um, and I thought it was Carl Beatty who had been standing at the back of me. I thought he was messing about, so I shouted like hell when it happened, and then noticed that Carl Beatty was nowhere near me. He'd gone round to the front of the building, and I have no explanation to this day for what happened, none whatsoever. Um, it was literally ripped from my neck and the, the, the leather was snapped. Um, it, it, it frightened me. I did not like that. And it, it was good, very good. And it, uh, probably three minutes before the end of the show. And I cannot explain it to this day. Mm. And of course there are you know, many things on Most Haunted that I genuinely can't explain that happened. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that everything that happened was real. Uh, but I know there were lots of things on that show that happened that I, I to this day, cannot explain. Yeah. But remember, yeah. we were in allegedly haunted buildings where things yeah. happened. Yeah. So, so yeah, Wine so Manor was a good one for me. So whereabouts are your shows then, Richard? Because they sound fascinating to me, especially, of course, I've, I've already spoken to Derek once before and he just fascinated yeah. me. Um, you know, Whereabouts are your shows, and when are they? We're all over the country. I mean, basically, at the moment, I was in Margate um, on Wednesday, uh, which was, went down the tree. We're in a place called Bake Up. I always call it Back Up, but it's Bake Up in Lancashire. Um, Halloween, uh, actually, Halloween night, we're in Cromer. Um, at a Cromer, in Cromer. Yes, That's yeah. Well answered, that um, one. And then next year, we've got a whole series of them. Um, all around the country next year, start, starting sort of quite early on in the year. Um, if you go on to Psychic and Science, www.psychicandscience.tv, or we've got a, a Facebook page as well for Psychic and Science, uh, details are there and pictures of the shows and everything else. I mean, it, it's, it's revolutionary, it's totally different. Nothing has ever been done like it before, and it's having a very good response. And I'm thrilled to bits with it. I, and it, it's an absolute privilege and pleasure to, to work with Derek because some people love him. Some people, sorry, a lot of people love him. 
some people hate him. Some people believe him to be a fake. Um, but I can assure you, after working with Derek, as I have, you see a very, very different Derek Akora to what you saw on Most Haunted. Yeah. Um, and and trust me, because I agree with that. He's a very genuine guy. But he's had a bad press. That's what I was going to yeah. say. He gets a bad press, doesn't he? But I think after that was the yeah. engineer. But as I keep saying to him, Derek, there's only one thing worse than being talked about, and that's not being talked about. <laughs> yep. Yep. Do you know what? So I always say to everybody, there's always going to be somebody that doesn't like you. It doesn't matter who you are. Not everybody likes everybody. Yeah. You know, and there will always be, you know, one person will say that he's good, one person will say that he's not so good, and, you know what I mean? You'll always get that. You'll always get that. It doesn't matter what you do. Even me doing my show, I mean, I try to help everybody out. And I still ended up having a hate page put on Facebook, which was hilarious. You know, with all these things, apparently yeah, all these different things think. that I've apparently done. <laughs> oh, well, some of it could be jealousy, of course. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Do you know what? I can honestly yeah. say, right, and, and this goes for you as well, Richard. It goes for you, Michael. It goes for um, Colin yes. when he came on. It came on for when Derek Cora came on. All of you, as soon as I got somebody give me the number or they've asked me to email you, or all of you guys, all of you straight away have said, yes, of course we'll come on. Not once was there ever an, uh, you know, oh, shall I, shan't I, um, you're not good enough, it's not good enough, or whatever. There's none of that. Uh, or every single one of you straight away said, yes, of course we'll, you know, yeah, of course we'll come on. Do you know what I mean? We're all on the same team. Exactly. This is it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's about promoting each other, isn't talking. it, at the end of the day? Yes, of course it is. Of Keeping the rice pudding hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, well, do you know, we co- I, I can't believe that... T- I can't believe that us three have been talking for two hours. And all I can say, it's been my absolute pleasure tonight. Cause, and we're going to have to do this again. Sorry, Richard, but I'm going to have to nick you another night as well. And you, Only Michael. two, three. Sorry I missed the first bit, but that's typical of me. But I've had a great oh, ball. It- I've loved it. It's been great fun. I'll tell you what, I've got to say, you're just like me. I always end up being late. My mates actually say to me, we'll meet at 11 because they know I'll get there for 12. <laughs> <laughs> I call I'm it the Felix worst. time. But, yeah, so long but as Richard, I'm late for my own funeral, I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I must say, I really would love to meet you two, and we'll have to meet up because, like, yeah, I don't want to say too much because... I don't want to be saying too much on the radio, but I've obviously spoken to you, Richard, and you, Michael, about something I want to do in the future. Um, but yeah, just let me tell everybody right, right now. Yep. Yeah, keep us posted yep, on I've that. Really, I, I really have spoken to both Richard and I've spoken to hey, Michael, Richard, and I've spoken to Derek. There's and, some and nice, mate. Right? We love it. We love it. Where she is, you know. Yes. Say that again, Mike. There's some lovely haunted castles down by where Sue is. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whittington Castle? Sounds good to me. Yeah, it is. Is that the one I'm in Shropshire. Where are I'm you? I'm in Shropshire, not far away from Shrewsbury. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, love it down there. Battle of Shrewsbury as well. Wonderful, yep. fantastic battle. Very yep. haunted battlefield there. But we'll have to definitely meet up, but just to tell everybody that in the future, I am hoping to put a big event together and these amazing guys are, have been firstly invited, along with Derek and Colin, um, and I, I want to do something that is going to be totally different, but totally connected with people, and, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. 
Yeah, I think you've got something good on there. You really do. Yes. Yes. It's been a long, long time coming. I've had some things... I've had plans in my mind before, and unfortunately mm. some people have stolen them, but that's fine. Yeah, and it I, happens. I say Don't is, tell everybody whatever you do. Exactly. Yep. I keep saying to everybody, everything happened for a reason, and those didn't plan out because this is going to be the big one. I I'm, I'm, mm. just can't wait. Cannot wait. But Richard, Mike, thank you so, so much for joining the show tonight. And, and I will be getting back in touch with you to come and do another show because I've really enjoyed yep. tonight. Yeah, anytime you want. No problem. Anyway, thank you both so much for coming on the show. Pleasure. Richard, I'll give you the nice bell off here. Happy hauntings. Hunting. Gladly. <laughs> Take care, Bye. mate. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. I'll go on Skype and have a quick word, okay? Yes. Catch up in a minute. See you soon. Bye-bye. Well, guys and girls, I can honestly say to you, I have been blown away by tonight. I have so enjoyed tonight. And it's just lovely to speak to people that are literally inspiring, motivating, capturing but most of all, connecting. And for those people, if you've got a story about any ghost hunts or anything that you think, or if there's a building that you think that maybe would be good for a ghost hunt, please get in touch with me and let me know. You can email show at gmail.com because I know Michael would love to hear about it. And I am going to try and get into one of their ghost hunts, both Michael's and um, Richard's, or maybe a joint one. But let me tell you, it has been a pleasure tonight to have all of you in the chat room tonight. And I thank all of you for listening to the show. Uh, this will be going on to YouTube as well. So for everybody that's going to be listening on YouTube, welcome and thank you for joining us on the show tonight. Um, also, just if you want to email me, you can e- email asksueshow at gmail.com. And also, I am on Facebook, Ask Sue, space, and then radio show. And uh, I thank you all again for joining me tonight. Um, thank you very much, and I will speak to you all very, very soon. Good night. Bye-bye.